0: You know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters roaming around your neighborhood, eating up all the children who are tucked in their beds like little human burritos? The Monster Squad. A podcast that isn't afraid to check under your bed. A podcast that isn't faint of heart to delve into the darkest corners of your domain. A podcast that isn't scared to kick Wolfman in the nards. When strange things start to go down in your town, who needs a crucifix when Monster Squad has your six? Give a sinister scream for your host, Simeon.
1: I'm your host, Simeon, and I just got done watching Ready or Not. Let's scream about it. believe that in half an hour I will be a part of the Lodomus gaming dynasty Empire
0: uh, Dominion we prefer Dominion your touch I honestly can't wait to be a part of your family there's just one more thing and then you are officially part of the family So at midnight you have to play a game
1: why
0: it's just something we do when someone new joins the family
1: a game. What game? Hide and seek? Are we really gonna play that?
0: Well, the rules are simple. You can hide anywhere. We then try to find you.
1: So there's no way for me to win, right?
0: I mean stay hidden until dawn.
1: <laughs> no, thank you.
0: Good luck. What the hell is this? How old is this thing?
1: You shot the maid. Does she look like she's wearing a giant white wedding dress? Emily. Holy shit.
0: I had to play along so that I can get you out.
1: It's insane.
0: They think they have to you before sunrise. Or something very bad will happen to the family. If we don't find her and perform the ritual, we're all dead.
1: Found her. God
0: damn it,
1: Emily. I don't know what I'm doing. Today's video is called Getting to Know Your Crossbow. Ah, I forgot my gun. Why don't you just use mine? Mr. Lodomas, I just saw her running. Oh, my God!
0: Your Fuck You're just another sacrifice. Ah. Ah. Do you think this is a fucking game? Yes, I didn't
1: see. Remember? They wanted to get married. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 2019's Ready or Not is sitting at an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. The description is Grace couldn't be happier after she marries the man of her dreams at his family's luxurious estate. There's just one catch. She must now hide from midnight until dawn while her new in-laws hunt her with guns, crossbows, and other weapons. And boy, do they. And boy, is this movie fun. Um, let's see. It's budgeted at uh, $6 million, And they did a damn good job with this movie. Um, the acting is great. It's just fun all around. Um, I'm not 100% sure what I would rate this right off the top of my head, but um, it um, it gives good vibes, good feels. Um, it just... And everything about this movie, is it's worth a watch in theater for sure. Uh, also, just a reminder that this is a Fresh Kill episode, so I just watched it today. This is not... Uh, a review where I get into heavy details because uh, I just walked out of the theater earlier, just a little bit ago, and um, for me to do an in-depth review, I have to at least sit down and watch the movie again, or in my own uh, at my own leisure, at my own place of comfort, my own domicile of demons, if you say. But um, yeah, so. This is a spoiler, um, spoiler-heavy podcast and episode, so there may be ones where I say eh, "this you're okay," but um, I feel like to give you, the listener, the best possible uh, review and discussion, and me not having to hold back, so I don't have to worry. Uh, we're gonna have to go spoiler-heavy. Yeah. So, um, my take. I mean, right off the bat. So, I'm going to get into this. Um, the protagonist, she she marries into a family of Satanism. And they have to sacrifice someone marrying into the family who draws the card of hide and seek on their wedding night. So, what happens is it's all by chance. And everybody in this family already knows it. So, it was, it's a pact with devil of sorts, but not, it doesn't fully get into, like, how it was done, how the pact was done, unless if I completely missed that. Sorry, I, got, I need to crack something here. Um, but it it definitely, it delves into the world a little bit of, of the religion of Satanism, and yes, Satanism is a religion. So, this is a religious movie. And... It plays on the fact, too, that, um, well, the the dangers of religion when you take them to extreme, which I don't think they were going for that because it's just a fun movie. But it is an interesting take on it, um, how th- this whole family dynamic gets together and they follow this. Um, even though nobody like truly, truly knows the the full understanding of what they're doing, they're unlocking with this box. This box, you put a blank card in there on the wedding night, and it does a game by random. And you have to play. They have to play. And it can be anything from freaking checkers to the hide-and-seek. And that's the card you don't want to get is the hide-and-seek card because then it's game on, and the whole family tries to hunt your ass down with ninja stars and crossbows. Actually, they didn't use any ninja stars, but they use whatever they can find. To hunt your ass down, and the messed up part about this is, the person marrying into the family doesn't know jack shit of what's going on until they're actually hunted or faced with like a a knife, a sword, a gun to them. Um, so they're just told to hide. Um, and so she's not um, Grace, the protagonist. She's not even taking this serious in the beginning. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll play your games. Um, I'm gonna go off and hide. Um, yeah, this is, I got to, I got to hide on my wedding night, but whatever. And she's kind of joking around about it. Like, oh, how'd you spend your wedding night? No, oh, I was, I was hiding in a, in a, in a shaft. It was actually like a, one of those, um, oh, I don't know what they're called. They're like laundry shafts um, where you bring, you lower and um, raise the, the laundry or deliver different stuff and the within the house, a house that has uh, multi floors. One of those old houses too, which yeah, this actually, this estate is, um, it's actually beautiful and like a very old house that you just know it and you get the vibes of it. But, um, yeah, so the hunting, um, commences and then we get some, some really good fun scenes and, They don't hold back in the gore, the shocks, the profanity. Um, They just go all out in this, and it it progresses to the point where there are some parts that are predictable. Um, I saw some parts coming, like, so she goes into this barn. It's a goat barn with a, there's a, like a trap door thing right in the right in the middle aisleway between the the goat stalls and uh you you just know the way they set up the scene you know that there's something down there and you're just like guessing you're like yeah there's probably that's where they freaking throw their their bodies or some shit like you you kind of have a good guess on that but yeah she goes into there to hide and uh one of the little kids the little shits from the family comes in he thinks he's a a badass And, uh, he's got a gun and he shoots her in the hand, freaking bullet hole straight through her hand. And then, um, she just socks him right in the face and knocks him out. And, um, as she's, uh, bending over in the stall where the little kid's at, this goat like freaking kind of jumps out and scares her. She falls backwards into the goat pit through the trap door, down to this pit full of blood gore guts freaking skeletons and everything like that so it's a really cool scene and there's this actually stairway um uh going up there's a um a ladder not a stairway sorry it's a um, it's like this old crickety run down ladder that's about ready to fall apart held together by like band-aids and bubble gum but she's so she climbs up and um it gives way and she's only got one good hand. She's, she's holding up as the ladder collapses and falls apart. And she's holding herself up with one hand and her other hand has the, the bullet wound hole in it. So you know where this is going because at the very top there's a, there's a large nail sticking out. Um, It's not the sharp end of course, but still, I mean, it's sticking up out of the, the wood from up top and you know where this is going And of course she sticks her, she has to use her other hand and it goes, the hole where the bullet hole's at, goes straight in and the nail goes right through it and um, it's pretty good. But the only thing with that scene is they, so they draw it out. Uh, I feel like they, so they give you too much time to guess what's going to happen with that it would have been more effective if they would have just went straight into it, like showed the nail, yes, and but then have her do it quick, more quickly. That's just my personal opinion on that. But um, I feel like it would have been far more effective so we didn't have time to like predict what was going on because it made it less effective because I knew exactly what was going to happen. But then again, I mean, they may have just been playing on the fact of the casual, the casual viewer. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not really so much of a casual viewer of these type of movies, but um, even if you are, you're very welcome. We talk about all sorts of stuff from the casual to the more intense. So, I do not have very many gripes about this except for the predictable moments in this movie where I feel like a little bit more time spent on this in those areas would would have solved that, but I cannot say very much um because the times that i'm like okay that's predictable or okay that's convenient well then they kind of explain it a little bit so they go into and they make an explanation for that fact why this just happened because one of the help um there's this lady that's uh, I believe she's uh, almost like a nanny type character in the family and also like a help um of the state and She's like reading the kids' bedtime story and all this, so there's a setup of the kids, which one of the little shits that uh, that shoots the protagonist is also falling asleep to this nanny but um and she's in black and she looks nothing like the protagonist she looks nothing like grace, but um she gets freaking shot in the face by one of the family members that and you're like, oh, and then the the family members screaming well she's to explain that too, she's also like a cokehead, um, cokehead pill popper, and it shows that. And uh, she's screaming, "I got her! I got her! I got her!" And um, you're like, "Oh wow, she's not even wearing a white wedding dress." But then, kind of like the 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 drugs, and then also she's um, one of the other family members. Is like, what the fuck? She's not even wearing a white wedding dress. How'd you mistake um, her for? For grace and it's just so it's kind of like are during those moments you're like, oh really? They do go into it a little bit more, so I fully appreciate that. A hundred freaking percent. Um You know what? Um rating, rating, rating. Let's think here for a second. It's super fun, it screams fun. You will You're going to have fun watching this movie. You're going to enjoy it. I would give it a 4 out of 5. Or if you like your 10s, an 8 out of 10. Which, uh, in percentage, uh, roughly, I would say around, I'd give it around 80%. So Rotten Tomatoes is a little bit higher on this one than what I would give it. But it's it's still super, super watchable and uh, get out there and watch it. Um, There's not too many movies where I can say where this year that this movie's fun and you need to watch it. This is one of those movies. It is freaking fun and you need to freaking watch it. All right, little monster hunters, stick around for a little bit if you want to hear more stuff on where to follow us, where to support us. It means a lot. I'm going to be bringing in a co-host or co-hosts plural Um, and it's going to bring a lot more content if you are joining me over from things in the dark welcome and thank you for jumping on over to the monster squad because this this means a lot to me as far as just being able to provide more and get you guys more involved. I'll be able to give do more giveaways. I can control my podcast more on this new platform as well, where the other one was kind of had some control. They didn't own, but I didn't necessarily own my podcast either. It was a free way of doing it. It was a free and quick way of doing it, but now I am ready to do the more hard and difficult route out of hell into your eardrums, we're gonna get it going. So follow us. Go to monster dot com. Uh, follow also on Twitter with the same monster squad pod and Facebook as well. And if you really, really want to support us and become a, a monster hunter, head over to our Patreon page, which is also uh, Monster Squad Pod as well. So yeah, I can't do it. Um, I can't do this without your guys' support. Um, I don't need a lot of support, but. Every bit helps, and I'm more than, more than grateful to each and every one of you. And if you can't support, that's fine. Listening, telling other people about it, or sharing, any of that, any of it helps. It's much, much appreciated. Thank you very much, and I will talk to you next time.
0: Pledge your support and join the fright at patreon.com slash monstersquadpod for otherworldly perks. Be sure to follow Monster Squad on Facebook and Twitter at Monster Squad Pod for gory giveaways. If you're brave enough, head over to MonstersquadPod.com for even more frightening sounds that will haunt your ear canals. Subscribe and sleep tight. Don't let the boogeyman bite.